Welcome to a very special episode of Cannabis Legalization News. Miggy's hosting this one. What's happening, man? Holy shit, that's right. <laughs> What's up? Hey, let's talk about Washington. What about Washington, man? Well, you know, I just got that one article that I, I talked about branding. So it's a combination of branding and uh, uh, Washington News, no? Washington News, yeah. So what 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 are you talking about? Are you talking that what your article? You have an article that you write now? What's that? So uh, as I try and build content for uh, campus legalization news, uh, this one took me the longest just because, uh, you know, I'm trying to be true to what I've seen. Uh, you know, I don't be in our position now that we've get into the media and, and doing the things. I don't want to be the biased guy who's like, every weed's great. Granted, every weed is great, but you will find occasionally some bad, not so great players. And that's what I was trying to highlight in this article was, you know, some of it's fire and can back it up. Uh, presentation is one, uh, you know, branding. Uh, how do they network? How do you outreach? You know, we're a outlaw industry or this is an outlaw industry. I mean, you and I are just writers and lawyers, you know? Yeah. So, uh, you know, this outlaw industry, how, how do you get into the new market? How do you sway people back in the well, day when, you know, what's about? So like you, did you talk about who are some of the players that are in the market, you know? So my favorite ones I start off with Mad Mark has a great uh, uh, brand here. He he in, embraced the Mr. Yuck symbol, and I just What's can't get over the Yuck fact? symbol, man. Yeah, I just can't get over the fact you don't you're not familiar with Mr. Yuck. I'm not I'm not from the Seattle scene. I'm in the Chicago Illinois scene. You know, stupid high end nerd shit. No, What's Mr. Going Yuck on, is, uh, in Seattle. It's, it's federal, man. Mr. Yuck is a federal. Uh, you know, kids don't touch poison type uh, program, like from okay. when we were kids. And so he embraced that little that little bad face with the with the tongue out, like kids don't touch this. But he put that on his marijuana, which really? I thought. And did this, so is it just kind of like one of those things where he's being ironic? Yeah. Not only ironic, it's like the same hoopla with the, with the bullshit when we make candies. You know, it's like, oh, candies. Like, cause like I just was hanging out with a friend of mine, you know, and she made these pretty sick gummies. And so, like, have you seen? Have you ever made gummies with like Everclear yeah. and stuff? No, no, not with Everclear. I mean, it with weed. But yeah, again, you can make alcohol fun stuff. Well, like, no, like you cook out the alcohol, but then all the, the cannabinoids stay in. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, no, no. But I thought you were talking about making uh, alcohol like liqueurs. You know how they have, like, you can make an alcohol type anything. That's going to happen. Like, you know, there's going to be a lot of alcohol companies. Because like Constellation Brands got into the game and all that. So you, uh, how popular? Now, when did Washington State go legal? That was 2012. Uh, in our first store, as I'm looking in the Wikipedia, let me see. Yeah, you look in Wikipedia, but uh, while we're talking about that, so you said some stuff's fire, and you had in that article, you had a, a picture of you know Mad Mark, that's cool, but then you also do have some Washington Bud Company, and we saw that guy over in um, uh, when we were at when we first met each other at Hemp Fest last year. Washington Bud Company's guy was hanging out. What do you think about their weed? So their weed's fire, and uh, uh, it's their uh, pre rolls that were shit. And I actually talked to, and, and uh, it's, it's a it's a married couple that the owner, Shawnee, okay. is who I spoke to. Yeah. And I told her I was like, you know, sucking on this joint, it was hard. <laughs> you know, it was like these tiny little pinners. It was two little half grams that came in a packet. No, you can't have pinners in a legal state. That's ridiculous. I mean, at least here in Illinois, we have dog walkers, and those are like one, you know, not even a gram, maybe like a, a quarter of a gram or a third of a gram. They're tiny little joints, but you can still rip them, you know? You call them dog walkers. That's awesome. I yeah, imagine. it's a whole brand. By uh, This is another one of their things, Rhythm, but uh, by Green Thumb mm -hmm. Industries. 
That's brilliant. I mean, but yeah. see, and again, uh, pre-rolls are a, it's another niche market again. Because uh, uh, I also talk about legit pre-rolls who they started off as a pre-roll company, but now are getting into concentrates and whatnot. What do you mean? Like, so that some of your growers like literally started off as pre-roll companies? That was his, so that was his plan. He used to be medical and he's so like, you're no, medical, you could be a pre-roller. Well, no, he already had a garden. He already had the experience. And so when he won the license for I-502, he decided, I'm just going to do joints. And I'm just going to do, do joints. Mm-hmm. Pick in a lane. Joints. Yeah. You couldn't find his flower. And it was all fire. His flower was all good. Uh, but you really? couldn't find it on the market. Because then I tried to like, you you linked to his Facebook page. And then I tried to link out to like their actual page. And that's where I got this. So like, you know, you can grow great fire and still make terrible websites. Well, or or just not keep up with your 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 media presence. I mean, that's another right. bad no no. But see, she's also involved in a lot of uh, as much as she's lacking in the media presence. She's uh, also involved in the uh, like cannabis alliance. Uh, goes to all the uh, shows that are out here. You know, they're involved in that way. Uh, but there is still the old school or not old school, the new school way that you and I are kind of a part of, right? The online. Presence. Yeah, we live on the internet. My, yeah. my entire business is on the internet is the smartest thing that I ever did in business. Like, why would I, you know, set up shop in a place where I'm not online 24 hours a day, seven days a week when everybody like, cause this is one of the things, you know, why are we doing the stream like this? Because I want to show you, you know, you're, you're doing this and this is a good start, but then eventually I want you to get to a place. This is, this is my site, uh, cannabis This was uh Wednesday, was that a couple of weeks ago was episode now, but like, if you like try to search for something like, you know, infuser license, let's say, mm. let's see here infuser license, Illinois, uh, you'll get me like no shit, just all over the place. Just, just me. And then, uh, it, that's, that's the goal, you know, so that you can then start and that's when you could really move your activism is because you'd be people are asking the internet questions and then if you can figure out what questions they're asking the internet and then answer them people will start to find you and then they'll find the show and then they'll go down and they'll give us a thumbs up and then they'll they'll like and subscribe and then wednesdays at 2 p.m you know where they'll be here watching Kevin. i love this stream yard crap but hey, do me a favor, do that again. But Google Mickey four twenty because that's one one thing I've been critical on is my my own CEO. Like like my presence on the internet, my digital uh, profile has been what I've been working on. You know, it's different. See, there we go. Pop up with cannabis news updates and all the other shit that we do. So, oh. hey, you have a Facebook page. Oh, uh, that's the old profile. Isn't that wild? That's my ten year old profile that got deleted by Facebook. Oh, nice. Yeah, those motherfuckers. How about this one, and then so. Uh... Weednews.co. So is Weednews wow. back? No, it's not back. That that must be some uh what do you call it? Uh when they that uh, shit. Yeah. Wow. Fucking uh Jay Smoker's IT skills are beyond compare, dude. That guy as an activist was good to be on our side. So yeah. yeah. Oh, we got for Thomas Howard lawyer. Uh I, I have a pretty good SEO game myself. Thomas C. Howard. Oh, that's interesting. And there's me, me, also me. But web presence is definitely a, what the fuck? Who just wrote black people should not vote? Oh my god, Jim Bafoto, go suck a dick. Uh, what? Look at this Wait. motherfucker. Uh, uh, hang on, are you, are you saying like somebody in our comments is being a complete racist troll? Yeah, that's terrible. Let's not even like justify that with a response. <laughs> the no. fuck? 
Yeah, hey, so that's what happens when you do a cannabis show about Washington State. Why? What is with you guys over in Washington State? You're just too free. That motherfucker. Yeah, I don't know about free, dude. That that's some dumb shit right there, though. That is some dumb shit. So um, go back to what that you wrote about then in the article as well. Is this that Mad Mark? Yeah, Mad Mark with the Mister Yuck. That's definitely one of the uh, his great weed, great branding. I thought he knocks he knocks it out the park. Um, you know. Yeah, look at that. That's ridiculous, dude. His his weeds fire and his his branding not just the mr yuck but he's got uh bongs he's got uh rigs he's got merch yeah i mean then, all- uh what about willies so you guys have willies reserve over in uh, washington state yeah and, and and you know how how we do it here they they license the farms you you get a license and yeah you, you can either work on your own branding or just fucking contract to somebody like willies Right. right. And we, we talked about that. And that's some of the part, things that will happen with some of my clients that will come from out of state. And I'm like, all right, yo, let's get you that craft grow license or whatever. You know, if they want to make a producing, I mean, maybe they also want to do like an infusing. So like, for example, Lagunitas could ha- license their brand for their hi-fi hops to whomever has the infuser license. I'm assuming uh, one of the breweries in Chicago is going to be able to get one of those. But um, yeah, they totally will. And then, yeah, it's just so much easier than playing the whole license lottery game. You know? Yeah, but also too, you know, it's just like in California where you got all these celebrities coming up with their own line of weed. How many of these motherfuckers really are first hands on with the the farm? You know, like nobody is. Nobody's first hands on with the farm. Be honest, come yeah. on, those growers. That's work. But that's what I'm saying. Like with Willie's Reserve, I know the 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 company that represents him out here, the yeah. the personnel, and they truly do go to the farms and they have a quality assurance program because I mean you're backing your name behind a flower. You know my. Look, do they have farms? Because when I think of farm, I think outdoor. Do they have farms in uh, Washington State, or is it just all indoor? We got both. We got both, but the the outdoors are on the east side, hmm. uh, and 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 right now it's not the outside time. But we do have both. Um, and then like with uh, Green Barn Farms, the one that I, I listed, who who did a, a thing with uh, um, Stick Figure, a reggae artist, their oh, yeah. shit's all outdoor, and uh, uh, it's not you can't find it everywhere because it's outdoor. So, you know, the name of that one, uh, Green Barn Farms. Uh, they did the in that Willie's yeah, Reserve. Yeah. yeah, they don't even have like a do they even have a website? I don't see them having it's a, it's a medium, tiny little like these guys definitely focus on their garden, yeah, and then they fuck everything else, which I respect. Like, they're fire, they're it was fire, dude. Yeah, um, I thought Illinois made it where you can't have infused alcohol. Um, uh, well, Hi Fi Hops doesn't have any liquor in it. All right. So um, it shouldn't come up then. But yeah, it would not surprise me if because it's two separate licenses. And so I don't think that they would be able to. But maybe one day they'll amend that. You know, you could easily make your own infused stuff. You could decarb your weed at home and then throw it in your vodka and then wait a few weeks if you really wanted to, you know. Mm. So, yeah, no. um, You know, also we got going on here in Washington, which uh, has been happening. I'm going to share my screen. Go for it. Let's see if I can uh, not fuck this one up. All right. So let's close this guy out. Uh, I had a, a shop around my house uh, just get robbed. Uh, yeah, you guys are having robbery problems in Washington State. What's up with that, man? Well, you know, to my dismay, as I uh, was uh, like, I won't, the, the news report that I heard this morning didn't say what shop it was. So I had to do a little poking. I found out what shop it was. The uh, guy was at, at gunpoint, uh, Green Life Dispensary here. Um the thing is, this morning, as I heard about that, I thought about there's seven other shops besides that one. This is the only shop that has no security. 
So I, I can't believe like that's so that would never gotten licensed in Illinois or like any other really competitive state because you can't get in without that crazy security system. But see, the what, 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 are we talking security surveillance or security a guy with a gun hanging out in front of your store? Uh, it's going to be security surveillance. It's going to be like, you know, the, the cops are hardwired into your uh, shop so they can watch it. And then not only that, you know, locked doors, all those types of things where if somebody's trying to rob you, you can shut the place down. Well, you can let them leave. But then uh, the weed is going to be really difficult for him to access because it's in a, a safe uh, behind, you know, everybody else and all the cash is in drop safes. So there's it just it wouldn't be a good idea for somebody to try to rob a dispensary in Illinois. What they would wait for is after it gets out of the um, the producer and before it gets to the dispensary. So they'd try to intercept it. And that's that's when they would try to rob. So yeah, the, the transporters, I think those transporters, those are going to be some bad motherfuckers. And so those guys are going to be the ones that's like, well, did they have a gun? They had several guns. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's what we have here, too. We have. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> when you go go to the conventions, uh, yeah. they have uh, marketing people just for like, you know, we're ex-military or whatever. We'll transport either one of the cannabis or the money in between here and there. Uh, you know, that's a whole niche market because it's just like a jewelry store. Right. right. But. You know, if we had the Safe Banking Act, don't you think this wouldn't be? Well, yeah, but then there was the funniest flipping story out of my hometown of Peoria over the weekend. Uh, gun store robbed. Like, wait, I thought they had all the guns. You know, oh, maybe they closed. And then so if nobody's there with the gun, that's the only time you can rob a gun. I don't know. But um we got somebody from Wyoming on the show or, or watching Wyoming Mountain Hippie. Do you ever think the equality state Wyoming will become more a little more equal on the cannabis? I'm tired of being in prisoner of war. Uh, maybe after Montana, but definitely before Idaho. That's what I would say. Well, and then have you uh, did you see a Tom Angel's article on uh, 2020 expectations? Tom H's article on 2020 expectations. You're talking about which time I'm a Tom H. It's not me, though. No, I mean, Tom Angel. Tom Angel in 2020. No, share that. Let me see. Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. Remove. Uh, Let I'm me just help you out with it. There, there we go. go. You got it. <laughs> now hit control plus a lot so you can blow it up and people can see what's going on. But yeah, there's going to be some big ballot stuff coming on. We're going to talk with uh, Jared Moffitt from the MPP uh, on, on New Year's Day. And so tune in to Cannabis Legalization News. Give this one a thumbs up because you will then get notifications. Oh, and talk wait. what's going on with 2020 with Jared Moffat from MPP on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Yeah, that was a good one. What's he, this he, stuff, dude? So, yeah, Arizona, Arkansas, Arizona got like, a high likelihood of it going on to the um, going on to the actual ballot. What else do you have? So there's uh, Arkansas, Connecticut, uh, Florida. Florida is going to be fun. I mean, like Florida, of course, with Florida, you have the super majority issue. And so like. Like a lot of these uh, ballot initiative states, you know, it's 51%. But Florida, you got to hit 60. Damn. Yep. This, what about this, Idaho, man? I thought Idaho was like legislating back to 1947. Well, you know, there's presently a, uh, uh, Russ and, and the ban of uh, the Idaho uh, Cannabis Coalition is out there fighting, getting signatures. Uh, they need to collect 55,000 right now. Wow. Uh, so they're presently doing that because right now only in Idaho, um, CBD – uh, is the only option they have. They so they do. Have, they have they have medical, but then all they, they really have is uh, you know just CBD. So what about North Carolina? Is there anything on there about North Carolina? Because they have 
they're one of the leaders of hemp and they have that i think it's called ashland or Asheville, north carolina which is like the austin texas of north carolina it's just li- portland of north carolina it's liberal as hell lots of hippies and uh you know good good friend of the show well maybe he is i spent on a couple of times rod kite you know the uh hemp lawyer that whenever i have a question i call no no they're not on no, here but... no north carolina I, I don't think, think North Carolina is a ballot initiative state, which really stinks. I mean, like Illinois is not a ballot initiative state. It was a pretty good feat for us to be able to get uh, it legalized. And hopefully this becomes more of, well, here's how you do it, especially if they need that um, social equity blueprint like injected into it. But, you know, as, as each of these states keep knocking down dominoes and, and, and CBD becomes a thing and people talk about cannabinoids, I think, you, you know, it's kind of like you and I are kind of like chicken little, right? The fucking sky is falling. We've been doing this for goddamn. I've been doing it for over 20 years. I, you know, I thought like 10 years ago, we had maybe like four years left. I'm so flippant. I'm just so stupid. I'm just so stupid. <laughs> but you know, on that, at that same note though, when I was a traveling technician, uh, uh, six years ago, um, I knew a guy in, uh, not Montana, uh, Wyoming, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, me and this guy, were just shooting the shit in the back. And he's like, you know, I'm from Chicago or something like that. And I used to be a part of normal. I used to care. And like, I just don't think it's going to be happening. And, and, and here we are six years later and multiple states have legalized recreational. Um, I mean, he's probably, but you know, you've been doing We're the getting to that critical mass. I mean, like this guy's yeah. talking about like my Wyoming was actually one of the first States in 96 for the vote. That just happened. That's the same thing that happened in Arizona. Arizona was one of the first States back in 96 and that got shot down by their legislator as well. You know, and I, and I know Wyoming has a strong cannabis community out there as far as I mean, it's as strong as it can be when you have 400 people in a big freaking state. And not just that, the, the, the predominant people with the money are the prohibitionists, you know, yeah, the oil barons, the Dick Cheney's. Yes. You know, people who want to don't want to understand that this is your medicine. They want to think that this makes you a lesser employee or a less than human being. You're a bad person if you smoke marijuana. I just I want it. I just want to be clear. That I really believe that you're a bad person if you smoke marijuana. Right. I want you to go ahead and just get drunk tonight. Come and yeah. hang, hang over tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, yeah. And pick up a pack of cigarettes. Can you do that? Thanks. Yeah. And then handle my my big machinery. But don't smoke yeah. a joint the night before. And, and whatever you do, have a bacon cheeseburger with fries while you're drinking that bourbon and smoking those cigarettes. Because while you're working on that big machinery, we kind of would like you to stroke out. We've insured you for a lot of money. Yeah, and, and but we're not gonna give you health care because that, that'd be a thing. Kansas, what do they have going on? Uh, you gotta you gotta hit show it. What about Kansas, man? Right next to Colorado, is Kansas on the list? Kansas, like I think Kansas is uh, percolating. When you have Missouri, that's gonna start going here really, really quick uh, because they've now they've they've handed out their licenses, and so now they have to build out, and there's all the lawsuits and crap that'll happen. But Missouri will start going medical, like having patients that they're serving. And then you have patients there, and then you have patients in Oklahoma. Well, Oklahoma just uh, the the activists just resubmitted a recreational bill. This time, protecting medical. I guess the first one didn't protect medical, mm. and so they rescinded it. Now they just resubmitted it with protection. So that that's good looking out. And I think Oklahoma's, you know, I used to underestimate flyover states, but I think the internet has brought us together as a nation. Oh, the flyover <laughs> states now matter because internet. Yes. But, yeah. you know, as, as more of these uh, is ignorance, this uh, uh, taboo-ness, this reefer madness gets faded away through those states. Well, that's, those are the states that are standing. Yeah. 
going to take a small hiatus and I'd just like to thank Comcast again for not sponsoring the show. They do a wonderful job of shutting me down while I'm talking. It's like they know that I'm talking and they're like, <laughs> yank it. Yeah. Well, it's like, oh, he's getting more viewers. We better cut him down now. Yeah. Remember, we don't talk about the shadow ban no more because we're worried that there's an algorithm out there. But that happened. Like after our Christmas show, we had maybe like 30 subs sucked out of our of our account. And then Facebook, not Facebook, this is on YouTube and also Facebook. Hello, both. But um, yeah, they did have like an update. And I shared that on our Slack channel that it said, you know, for some reason, these things were getting yanked out. And I'm like, wow. That's, that's kind of cool when you have code that's so complex, the engineers don't understand what happened. Oh, it's that goddamn machine learning. And what it is, it's flagging us as bad guys because we keep talking about weed and how good it is. <laughs> you know, Weed is good. I'm not going to lie. Weed is good, uh, especially good weed. Um, especially legal good weed is good, especially uh, for adults. Now, uh, yeah. the only time it's not good is when we have excess waste. Oh, that's right. Cannabis is actually not the best when it comes to being environmental, but you have to have an environmental plan in your um, cannabis dispensary applications and also in your cannabis whatever business applications, you have to have an environmental plan. So they're trying, at least in Illinois, to bring down the uh, environmental impact on the cannabis industry. So hit, hit Control Plus a whole bunch to blow that up. Control Plus. So yeah. this is here is Canacycle. Oops, wrong one. Canacycle, recycling cannabis, I would imagine, right? Yeah, hey. Control Plus. This is welcome to live how to computer with cannabis legalization and lawyer Tom Howard. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, I have a I have a two stack system here, and uh, I've been uh, shit. How do you do this? Control negative then? Oh shit. yeah. No, I <laughs> I didn't learn the PHP. I've just been on React. Sorry. <laughs> I don't have to do shit most of the time. I'm just returning, turning things on and off. <laughs> hey, plug it. Did, you, did you unplug it? Well, Here we go. It back in. Yeah. Did you start it? So uh, yesterday I went to uh, seven local dispensaries uh, and none of them have were a you to loop the product or something. What's that? Were you trying to loop product? I mean, is there like a limit and you just, so you just kind of went around to dispensaries to get over your limits? You know, no, I just go black market. It doesn't do that. But um you know, one of the things here in Washington is the requirements for packaging. It's, it's excessive. It's jars. It's uh, uh, childproof. Uh, it's glass. It's plastic. But we can't recycle in our regular recycle, right? My beer can is recyclable, but not the pot container is recyclable because cannabis touched it, right? Seriously? So Seriously. is that like? Because I don't think that's a thing in Illinois. Like, if I threw my my empty weed containers into the plastics recyclables, I think they would take them. I would hope so, but I, I think you'll find out the hard way, which is why I'm excited for our guests next year, uh, the uh, the hemp uh, producers. But back to the Canacycle, though, um, mm -hmm. this is a, a Washington-based company uh, right here. And there's another one. I don't know if they're the same company, though. So this one's Canacycle LLC, Washington-based. And this one's Canacycle, and it doesn't say anything else, that U.S., but it says California in the bottom down here, like where they're based out of. Well, I don't think the word Canacycle, I mean, it's, and I don't mean to have, harsh on any brands i have enough brands and people could be like your brand sucks thank you i appreciate that but uh the canacycle name in and of itself is a fairly obvious kind of like name for a cannabis company that recycles not yeah. knocking it i'm just saying it's it's so you know right down the middle it would not surprise me if more than one person tried to pull that off in different states and that's kind of the problem with uh like branding and uh because you know it, i don't know if you remember 
when things were hot a couple of years ago with cannabis legalization and everything was canna, right? I mean, canna yeah. this, canna, canna, uh, canna advisors. Yeah. Yes. But at the same token, some um, threatened to sue each other. Um, I know Canna Kids, a charity, that woman sued different uh, or threatened to sue different uh, Facebook groups. So she used the um, she used the charity money to sue people. Probably, I that you know pathetic. I don't. I try to you know with when it comes to these uh, charities, some are legit and some are not. It's hard to discern which ones are the good players and bad players. But uh, uh, I'm just saying. Uh, so Canna Cycle, um, they take our containers and whatever recycle them however they can. But uh, oh, I just took it down. That one I'm gonna share for later. Later. <laughs> that, that's a fun one. <laughs> it's not less depressing and not killing the environment. But uh, well, that uh, sounds good. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, right? This cannabis game is a no-brainer. I mean, if everything was hemp and eco-friendly and done the way it could be, there's no infrastructure for the hemp. That's the problem. There's no infrastructure, and it's expensive. Oh, Comcast, Comcast is at it again. They just know. They're like, "Hey, you shitting on hemp production? Cut them off." He's about to make a point up. Oh, and he restarts. I would like to thank Comcast for saving my third and fourth marriage. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the recycle thing is an issue out here for sure, dude. And 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 talking to our uh, I guess uh, coming up uh, the Santa, I forget the name, but they're also not only do they use hemp, but they take ocean plastics and make containers out of those awesome. as well. So they're taking the plastic out of the ocean and making it into new plastic. Yeah. So. But when you get to uh, when legalization happens in uh, Illinois, I hope uh, for sure to find out about your recycling program because it'd be nice to know. Everybody that put in an application had to have a recycling program or recycling plan. And so a lot of those plans that are have been submitted to the state by every dispensary that's going to open had to have a recycling plan or an environmental plan. And then most of them, if not like I bet every single one that won said, we will accept you know, used cannabis containers uh, for recycling at our dispensary and maybe even used um, vape cartridges, which are way harder to recycle when it comes down to it. Like, yeah, that's got glass, that's got metal, that's got resins. How do you recycle the uh, the vape cartridges? That's something that the producers might need to get together on, because how many vape cartridges does GTI uh, sell in a day or or all the the dispensaries that are in here because it's not just gti it's verano it's nature's grace it's cresco i mean and then they have how many producers of vape cartridges over in uh, washington state yeah and you know it's not just the vape cartridges but it's also when years ago when dabbing became big i was like what i i reached out to propane to ask him what the increase in sales was from you know, like, can you see a rise of when cannabis became legal in Washington, right? From the medical right. days? Yeah, they don't put up that metrics. They, they, don't, they don't disclose that. And I, I get it. But no, I mean, like, I'm a, I, but I belong to the National Cannabis Industry Association. And so they actually have a report and it's almost the first of the month. And so I'll get it again after the first of the month and they'll give us sales data. So they're going to start giving us sales data for Illinois now too. And that's really, really exciting. And when I get Washington state's report next, I'll, I'll forward it to you. Sure. Well, I'm, I'm also talking about the uh, auxiliary waste, like the, the propane tanks, you know, for torches. Oh yeah. I haven't seen any, any data on that. Yeah. There's no way you can get data from that because not only are they used for camping, but they're used for dab rigs. And so like, that's right. Because when we were at, um, when we went to hemp fest over the, over the summer, 
um, that had electronic dab rigs. So yes. it was a dab rig and then you plugged into it and then magically it would heat up and then you would have this, I think they call it a dab. Yeah, I don't know. The, the, the E-Nail, uh, they're, pretty, they're pretty awesome. Uh, very good for the economy. As I am so jealous you're enjoying a beer. But oh yeah, it is. Uh, and just you know, I can take time out of my busy Sunday after I watch the Bears win their last game and go eight and eight, which isn't that bad. Uh, they have Pipeworks Brewery in Chicago. I they are not also a sponsor of the show. We really don't have sponsors. Um, but you know, I guess because of where we're at in our channel subscriber base, we're getting to that point of being a, what they call a micro influencer because we have two thousand five hundred subscribers. But uh, Pipeworks Brewing, uh, wonderful stuff. This is uh, Blood of the Unicorn. So I'm assuming that many unicorns died for me to have this beer. That's fucking awesome, dude. Hey, uh, so on my positive note, because I do have to do some shit this week, um, let me uh, share this fucking uh, video. So this guy, you got to let me know if you can hear this. Let me control plus this guy too. see if that matters. Can you control plus video? Yeah. Oh, check that out. You can also hit that button that makes it go theater mode, but that might turn into some weird shit. Yeah, just go full screen. Yeah, go for it. Come on, let's see if we crash the servers. Shit. Yeah. Right. Wait. There we go. Fake badge defendant on tape selling marijuana to an un- a female undercover police officer. This is my favorite thing. So, so, so he, he- play the whole thing because he's about to make the coolest face in the world. So, yeah, so she's reading about a guy who's getting busted for marijuana sales. Correct. This man has been set up by some people, and it's it's not good. Now, now, are you having a latency issue, and is the video not loading for you? There it goes. He had no problem whatsoever hitting on the undercover officer on the order. Hitting on her. Trying to pick her up and saying, girl, you're thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. Girl, you're thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. One of my favorites. And now let's go to what he, the face that he makes after the after she reads, girl, you're thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. So go ahead and back that up and let's, let's go to his face. It's the best. Oh, I got it. Oh, yeah. Miggy is uh, fast approaching the uh, – he's rewinding it. So anyway, I'm not familiar with this. Some guy got set up and started flirting with the person that was going to arrest him, and he used the wonderful and and takes a lot of balls to say it uh, pickup line, girl, you thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. Now, is that when, is that a simile or is that a metaphor? I believe that's a – it's a metaphor because similes like her ass, right? There you go. Let's All see right. his face. Oh wait, oh, well, I drank it up a little bit. It was just right. Yeah. It was right before that. Oh gosh, thicker than a. Bowl. They're asking him. Did you really say thicker than a bowl of oatmeal? But he okay, gives that side glance. That side glance. The side, it's the best. There it is. <laughs> just that yeah. real quick. I did not hear that because I thought girl, you thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. I have not said that. I must, uh, you know. But like, like, like that's this man's crime. His crime is for one, selling marijuana, and two, hitting on the undercover cop. So, well, so we look, are, in, in his defense, I've watched that so many times, and it never gets old. Neither does that Rick and Morty sketch where they're doing the actual. Uh, uh, you know, transcript of a trial where uh, I think 
Rick was the the judge in it, uh, or or maybe Morty was, but it was just the craziest shit out of Atlanta. We have to get somebody from Atlanta on. I can't believe that Atlanta is not yet legal. I mean, that's that's the thing, you know. Well, Mississippi, I mean, they're they're pending, so let's uh, let's pray for the South. We are all praying for the South. Uh, may Florida deliver them, you know, because like think about it. Outside of Florida, what do they got going on in the South? Louisiana actually just uh, started. So there you go. Uh, Louisiana, I think, but they're, they might even have low THC, no flower, a pretty crappy um, medical, you know, a pretty crappy medical thing. I think Arizona, not Arizona, Arkansas. I think Arkansas might have finally gotten flower, but some of these states, that especially in the Deep South, they try to start medical cannabis programs without flour. It's the I think like Utah, for example, might uh, not have a flour. I think the problem is you have too much law enforcement influence bullshit about like well we you can't law enforcement. It's not law advice. I mean, I'm yeah. not going to law. I'm not if I want legal consulting, I will go to a lawyer or a, a legislature. I'm not going to go to a cop. You know. Well, it's just more like hey. Uh, can you we just go after real bad people? Like, why do you have to go after people over hey, uh, let's go get them raped rape kits you haven't tested? Anything, dude. Anything. But hey, on that note, I really appreciate everybody that joined us and hanging out with us this long. Yeah. I, because <laughs> if it's Sunday, we're gonna be sitting here talking about cannabis legalization news. And on Sundays, we like to do it more on the um the activism side. So one of the things we need to start promoting more is having more guests on the show, uh, which can be just a pain in the in the ass because like we're already working full time jobs and then also to try to like book acts it's oh. it's this this is also let everybody know that we might have Danny Danko on like we have oh, Danny Danko from High Times yeah he's going to be coming on and then we have somebody from the medical cannabis community uh, that we'll have on next probably next Sunday to be honest uh, and they have a pretty cool web presence and they're helping to educate a lot of people regarding the, uh, the state of medical cannabis. So that's going to be exciting. And then in 2020, we need to have like our best gets, you know, uh, cause we had Keith Strop this year. That was really exciting. Yeah. Uh, and then the tuna, uh, that was really exciting. And we had some great guests. And so next year, I hope we have some really crazy great guests. And then after we get to 10,000 subscribers, then just get the best ones we can. Yep. Oh, for sure. uh, we're making great headways and I appreciate everybody hanging out with us as we shit the shoot the shit shoot the it. shit about the shit that we like to smoke damn right all right everybody see you soon good shit